0: This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Podcast of the all of Azeroth. This is World of Warcast. I am Starman,
1: and I am Renata,
0: and welcome to our post Children's Week episode eighty-two wrap up. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes, we 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 all heard that people either loved or hated or didn't care about Children's Week.
1: I only heard hated or didn't care. I didn't really hear a lot of love for Children's well, Week. I heard this a few year.
0: people that, that liked it, but all right, I got extremely lucky. And I mean really lucky. I, I got into um, an Alterac Valley, and it started late. I mean, it started, I got in there late, like about a minute after it started. And I'm running through there, and I'm going to the first tower, I'm, and I'm hearing the sound effects of people fighting. I'm like, somebody's got to be up there with the flag. But, I don't know, something just told me to go up there and check anyway, and nobody was capping the flag, and I just happened to get it. So it's only because I had a bunch of people that either didn't know or didn't care that I capped a flag in there. And everything else was relatively simple. But if it wasn't for I, – I, I feel the pain of the people that couldn't do the AV1 because I had a few instances where I had to go in, couldn't get a flag, got real frustrated, left, 15-minute deserted debuff, rinse, repeat.
1: Well, that was one of many problems that I had – with the PvP part of Children's Week. I've talked to several different people about this, and I actually blogged about this on uh, World of Warcast. The The basic problem that I had with the whole PvP achievement was not that it was not doable, because it was. I got it done in about two days. Mm-hmm. Um, Eye of the Storm was definitely the most difficult one for me.
2: Yeah.
1: But the reason that I didn't like it was because... The way that the achievement was designed, it put people immediately at odds with every other person in the battleground for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Either it put them against every other person who was trying to get the achievement, because really there's very, there were ways to cooperate on this, but not extremely helpful ways to cooperate yeah. on this. But also, it put them against all the people who were trying to play the battleground for real. The way that the achievement was designed, I mean, Eye of the Storm is a perfect example of what was wrong with this. Because for those of you who haven't been in Eye of the Storm, it's sort of a cross between Arathi Basin and... Um, warsong gulch it's both capture the flag and get resources there are four tap four nodes that you need to take and mm-hmm. the only way that you can cap a flag is to go to a one of the nodes that your site owns well capturing the flag gives you extra resources but it's not central to to winning the game what wins you the game is is holding those nodes defending holding and defending those nodes Capturing the flag is good, but it's totally secondary. You can you can win Eye of the Storm without ever capturing the flag. Right. But the problem was there were a couple problems. Number one, this was Eye of the Storm weekend. What idiot uh, put this on Eye of the Storm weekend?
0: I think it's random.
1: Well, they should have suspended Eye of the Storm weekend for mm-hmm. this and, and bumped it to the next week. Because what happened was, is there were an awful lot of people in there who were trying to get there for double honor, play it for real. And all the people who were playing it for real were getting absolutely furious, doesn't even begin to cover it with the people who were in there trying to get their achievements. And I don't blame them. I mean, you have people who are undergeared, who are underexperienced and totally uninterested in winning the game, a lot of them are just AFKing out as soon as they get their achievement. Yep. And they're taking the spot of people who can actually help. So what happens was in all almost all of the Eye of the Storms that I went into, what was happening is everyone was just running to the center to get the flag. And nobody was holding bases, you know, people would get flags and have nowhere to run with them. It was a total disaster in there. How I finally got it was we had a strategy that sounded really good on paper but it only (laughs) worked once. We took in a guild group that included a a a shaman and a druid and uh, Periton was our shaman and Ramansaris was our druid and the idea was we would send them into the center Mm-hmm. And out of the rest of us, half of us, we didn't have a full group for there. We had like three or four people um, plus the two people we had right now. I, I think we had we had eight people all together at one point. So three went one way to one of the nodes. Three went the other way to the node. And the idea was the parrot or, and or ramen, who both had the achievement by now anyway, would try to pick up the flag, run to whatever node was free, and then drop it, let one of us pick it up, and run it in. Mm. Sounds like a great plan, right? Except what happened was, is the Alliance was sending in just about everyone into the center. So there was no chance of them ever getting in there Uh, to get it. So the only time that we managed to do that, that entire evening, we ran this like six or seven times. I was the only one who got a flag cap on that entire time because... Some, one of the horde was trying to run it back, dropped it. Periton picked it back up, ran it in, said, who's here, who's here, who's here? I saw him. I said, drop it. He dropped it. I picked it up and ran it in. <laughs> but, you know, best laid plans of mice and men, or in this case, ghost wolves, didn't work. Because we never could get that that ever to work again. So that was incredibly frustrating. But, I mean, this was the, the problem was is there were... People in there who were, as I said, were inexperienced and were keeping people from actually winning the battleground because they're doing things that are not productive
0: mm-hmm.
1: toward the battleground.
0: No, everybody wanted to get their <laughs> their kid out and, and do what they needed to do.
1: Exactly. And then, the so naturally, the people who are in there to win the battleground are upset. But some of them decide that what they're going to do is they're just going to make life as miserable as possible for anyone going in there and griefing the hell out of anyone who brought an orphan out. Mm -hmm. So I swear that people with orphans had this gigantic neon target on their heads. (laughs) So I was telling people, don't bring out your orphans until you absolutely have to. Mm -hmm. So I was and plus, you know, several people have pointed this out. The lore on this is just baffling. I mean, you have this poor war orphan whose parents were killed in the war. And you're bringing him into a battleground to show how you kill, cord style? It just doesn't... Yeah, it's
0: it's bring your child to work day.
1: Yeah, but...
0: (laughs) This is what daddy does.
1: He executes (laughs) people.
0: Uh, Yeah, I I know there's another... um... I know there's something else that actually goes along with this this whole holiday thing, but I just thought that it was funny that it coincided with bring your daughter to work or bring your child to work. Day. It used to be bring your daughter to work day, and then it was politically incorrect to do that.
1: Yeah, because what about the poor boys? You know, don't yeah. they deserve to see deserve to get a day off from school so they can see where daddy or mommy works? Mm-hmm. But and you know the thing is, of course, there's been a lot of people who have said that this achievement should be dropped. Um.
0: Not drop, but changed.
1: Uh, That—that's my thing. I don't think it should be dropped, but I think that there ought to be a way to get some of these things collaboratively. Now it's too late now
2: because mm-hmm.
1: they didn't change it before the end. But for example, when you get the quest in Alt in Arathi Basin to go around and assault the nodes, assault the flags. Mm-hmm. You can get credit for that quest if you were in the vicinity of someone else doing it. And I think you would have seen...
0: Are you sure? Wait. Yes,
1: I am sure. Because I've done this. I got that achievement once without ever assaulting a flag myself. It's a quest that you get
0: around... Interesting. Because yeah. the I was in there once... I was the first person out, and I grabbed the flag. I was the one and only person who's grabbing the flag, so I couldn't tell you if that was the way. But here's what I don't understand. The All-Track Valley one is so incredibly difficult. You've got four nodes that you know are up. You've got 40 people which you know are there. Now, yes, if if somebody grabs one of the flags, uh, the opposing team can come back and retake it, but the chances of that are rather slim. And What are you going to do, wait? Yeah. You know, wait there. <laughs> so, my, did, my point is that you don't have to be in the vicinity for that one, and that's the harder one.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I'm. I'm not saying that worked in. Um, it's. A, I'm saying that that works that way in A B for that quest. It doesn't mm-hmm. work for the achievement. The achievement you have to personally assault. Oh, the flag.
0: oh, oh. I spoke too soon. Okay.
1: Yeah. You. I was talking about there's a there's a quest that you pick up from the Arathi Basin. Um. Quest givers by the actual entrance to the, the battleground, mm-hmm. which you get as soon as you can you can go into the battle into that battleground, which I think is level thirty, for Arathi Basin yeah, I if I recall like correctly. So you can pick that up at level thirty, but that quest works that way. So why didn't the achievement work that way? It it doesn't, and as you say, it should have been even more so for AV because that was the one. I thought, actually, looking at this on paper, that Warsaw Gulch was going to be the most difficult. Hmm. But for me, Eye of the Storm was the most difficult. AV wasn't so bad for me, because being a stealther puts you in good stead for that. Because Hmm. on the Horde side, the northernmost tower, the one that's up by the Bridge of Suck is very lightly <laughs> guarded by NPCs. The right. other ones are, are so heavily guarded that if you snuck up there without clearing the NPCs and tried to get the flag, they would just interrupt you because they're all attacking you. Right. Well, in the t- in the northernmost tower, you could sneak up and flip the flag without ever gaining the NPCs' attention. Hmm. So that's not how I did it. But close. I actually kind of felt bad i had to screw over a troll to do this achievement but you know unfortunately that's kind of the way this whole achievement system was set up was it was very very competitive what happened was is i got into an av and Mm -hmm. like you i came in partway through the game in this case both of the towers in the middle of the map were down just they'd already been cleared out so everyone in the Horde was up by the bridge to suck. And a lot of the Alliance were there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so i I be for there. And just before I got to the place where you go around the corner to the graveyard, I I stealthed. I thought for sure I wasn't going to make it across the bridge because AoE was flying all over the place. But I snuck across, snuck up in there. And there was a... Um, it was, unfortunately, was, it was tagged on Alliance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well as I was coming up, there was someone who was flipping it. So I had to wait. So I flipped over to the horde. I went and stood there without my orphan out. I also have to complain about the fact that if you're a rogue, you can't bring out your orphan until you are stealthed or until you're out of stealth. And if you stealth, your orphan doesn't disappear. This is a major oh. pain in the butt because I did have this happen when before I noticed this, <laughs> where I, uh, stealthed someone got me. I was like, "How did he know I was here?" Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, the Stupid. kid ratted me out. The
1: kid ratted <laughs> me out. Yeah. No
0: ice cream for him in Dallaran today.
1: There's just this little little orphan boy sitting there going do 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 with Maggie's companion right over his head. Uh. So I was like, "Oh God." I'm not doing that again. So anyway, back to the the tower. So I was waiting, and this um, human mage came up. And she's flipping it, and then I see this troll coming up behind her with with an orphan in tow. And I'm like, oh, Mm. crap. He's going to get there before. He's going to get it before I do. Although I was right there, and I said, okay, well, I'm just going to have to. I'm just going to have to wait. But she sees him, she turns the mage sees him, mage turns around and immediately hits Frost Nova. And I am like, you know, millimeters away from being able to reach the flag at this point. She hasn't seen me, she's attacking the troll. Trolls attacking her. I use my sprint to break free of the, the Nova and flip the flag right in front of the troll.
0: I, it's- How the game works, I suppose. Yeah, I know. I mean, I got screwed out of my very first Alterac Valley because I was the first one out the gate. And I'm flying. I'm like two heads in front of everybody else. And I just took a wrong turn. You you know how the shortest distance between two points is a straight line? Well, I didn't take the straight line at some point. And I just wound up screwing myself. I screwed myself, but I missed the flag by a fraction of a second because somebody got to the one on top earlier than I did.
1: Now, the I did hear some reports of cooperation, and actually I got my WSG flag return out of cooperation. I was in the flag room, and, or near the flag room, and I saw um, so-and-so picks up the horde flag. So-and-so mm-hmm. has dropped the horde flag. Then so-and-so picks up the horde flag, and so-and-so drops the horde flag. And I'm like, what's going on? And I go, I sneak into the flag room, and there's this guy... It's the guy who's picking up the flag and dropping it. And picking up the flag and dropping it. He's led. He's doing this to let people return the flag. So I go up there, hit slash dance, point at the orphan. He picks it up, drops it, I return it. And then, wouldn't you know it, a couple of... Uh, I, I give him battleground announcement. Wow, there's a guy in the, in the flag room and he's uh, picking it up and dropping it for anyone who needs the achievement. Come on in here. So, of course, two death knights come in and kill him. so i did what i felt was good turnaround which was i snuck over to the alliance flag room and there are five alliance standing around in the flag room all with their orphans out and so i'm sneaking 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 and their flag is you know they their flag is in their in their little cubby hole and I start, I haven't come out of stealth, but I start doing slash point slash pat at the human orphan. because so I'm mm-hmm. trying to get to indicate, look, I'm here to, to help you guys. And so I pick up the flag and this guy immediately attacks me. The other people are running around like chickens with their head cut off. I can just imagine what they're <laughs> saying to this guy. And I drop the flag and I'm standing there and I and I target the guy who's attacking me. I'm doing slash wait, slash stop, slash wait, slash stop. It gets returned. I pick it up again. The guy is still attacking me. So I, it t- it took by the by the time that I picked up and dropped the third flag, he'd finally gotten the idea that I was there to help them. <laughs> so he stops attacking me. I pick it up and drop, pick it up and drop it, pick it up and drop it. Till everyone's got their orphans done, and then they all killed me.
0: <laughs> well, you served your purpose.
1: I served my purpose, apparently. But that was kind of a nice howdy do there. <sighs> But on the other hand I also saw some a lot of really really bad behavior and not just from the opposite faction.
0: Not in this game.
1: No, not in this game. I saw several cases of paladins bubbling members of their own faction to get them to drop flags. <laughs> also, thank you Blizzard for giving us those little bunny sticks in just the oh, week before. Yes. The ones that you transform any member of your your party into a bunny, well, you do you use that on a friendly who's got the flag, and what do you know? They drop the flag. <laughs> what a nice thing to do to people. So it really, between the people who were screaming obscenities in Battlegrounds, the numbers of people who are AFKing out of Battlegrounds, and all of a sudden you go from having fifteen people in Battlegrounds to having six. Because I was was at least staying... I was trying to stay around to actually help win the battleground after I'd finished my achievements. Mm -hmm. And the people who were griefing their own side and making it impossible for them to finish. I just think that this achievement was a big fail all around
0: yeah i i have to agree with you you it was either you or somebody else and i don't remember where i read it but somebody had said that people take pvp very seriously yes and they're throwing a bunch of non-pvp people into this and there are people that are trying to make some serious headway with their ratings or they're trying to get some gear and this doesn't help them no it's not like pve where you're in your own instance and you can do whatever you want and screw around and it's not going to affect anybody and
1: it's not like the PvP achievements that you got where, like, you had to go in in your Santa Claus outfit and kill 50 of the 50 opposite players. That, that was does, fun. That was kind of fun. And that does not break the battleground. Mm-hmm. This broke the battleground. Yeah. And it was the other thing that I, I had put in the blog, which occurred to me, was, you know, maybe this is Blizzard's way of... of making people who would not normally go into a battleground, go into a battleground. Wow. See how much fun it is. Big fail there because they were showing a battleground that didn't work. The worst of, I mean, screaming at people and screaming obscenities and calling them every name in the book is practically the game within a game in battlegrounds. But it was just so much worse this past week that, um, I just think that it was, I just think it was really a, a very poorly implemented achievement.
0: Fail? Is that what you're saying? It was a fail? It's just a fail. The next uh, event is going to be the Midsummer Festival, which starts on June 21st, oddly enough, which is the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. So why the Midsummer starts on the beginning of the summer, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of funny, but I like that one. I think of all of them, that one's got to be my favorite. Oh, I'm looking forward to
1: going into the enemy cities and stuff.
0: Yes, I love that. I go into the enemy cities and you have to what is to steal their fire, steal their flame, I believe, steal their flame, and I I really enjoy that one. And mm-hmm. then you have to go around and and desecrate the, fires, uh, the, flame, yeah. the fire that is so much fun on a PvP server. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like shooting ducks in a barrel because you know that everybody has to, at some point, get to the one that you're standing at.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. That one's going to be fine. Again, the PvP parts of the achievements aren't going to screw around badly mm-hmm. with anyone. And some people will still hate it because some people hate any PvP achievements. And, you know, I've said before that one of the things that I found very annoying about the PvP achievement for the rogues is... When I did them, I had no AOE capability, mm-hmm. so it was very difficult to get fifty now with fan of knives that's changed a little, so I don't find it so bad but um yeah i'm I'm really looking forward to that one um just on another note on children's week the rest of the parts of this were not difficult at all it was i mean it's really almost hardly worth even mentioning doing mm-hmm. the doing the instance to to kill the king and all that other stuff really just wasn't, it was just kind of a non-issue, but
0: yeah. I just remember to do the one in wrath also. Mm-hmm. If you have it. If you, oh, well, by the oh, time this over comes now, out, it'll isn't be over. It? <laughs> <laughs> it ended yesterday. So, no, it ended yesterday. I just realized that there ran until Thursday. Today's Friday. Right. Um, forget what I said. <laughs> Wait until next year. Right. Yeah. But I, because, I,
1: I do well. want to mention, however, I just put this on wow tips. Noble Garden. You can still do some of these achievements if you've got the items. For example, my orc is still getting ears and getting Shake Your Bunny Maker achievements for people. Even hmm. now, it doesn't have. To, some of those don't have to be done during Noble Garden. Hmm. So if you, if that's like the, one of the only ones you're missing, don't give up. Keep working on it.
0: Here's another fun one. I learned this accidentally the buff that you get from these holiday events, uh-huh. they stick with you after you log. So if you have a friend or something, st- create a level one alt and turn yourself into a bunny and camp wherever you are, whatever major city. And leave that character alone for like four or five months. <laughs> I did that on one of my characters. I was turned into a bat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not this past the Halloween, but the one before that. And I log onto this character just to see if... They had anything on them or something, and I'm a bat, and it's April. Yeah, and so people are looking at me. They're like, "This is a bat run around in April. How do you do that?"
1: Well, if it's kind of funny. So- I I will use some of my holiday achievements, like the preserved holly, and turn my mount into Rudolph in July. Mm-hmm. You know, we we had we've had some fun with that one. I, I did want to say one thing about Noble Garden now that you brought it up because I don't believe that we. Recorded since the end of Noble Garden. Mm-hmm. My achievement toon Ursula got her the Noble title
0: oh. at
1: level three. Okay. With only one summon. She was summoned to. Um, to Dalaran? No. Well, no. She, she ported. She got a port to Dalaran, but I did that before Noble Garden started because I wanted to be able to eliminate some of the. Um, discovery experience that you need to do to, to walk between the cities. Mm-hmm. The only port she got was to Un'Goro. But she uh. walked from Un'Goro to Silithus. Well, death flopped would be a better way to say it, because she died 28 times wow, between...
0: 28! 28.
1: 28 times between the pond and, Sil- and the entrance to Silithus. She also walked from Undercity to the Badlands... Oh and from Thunder Bluff to tannerus.
0: So I wanna know what kind of aggro radius do you have in Angora with, with a level two or three?
1: I think that they call them in from the next zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. I mean it's I, I determined that the thing to do that the, the proper death flop is when you get when you die, you have to get to the very outside of the res circle in the direction mm-hmm. you want to go. And you start running. You, I mean, you, you have your finger on the arrow key, and you're running as soon as you get there. And if you get immediate aggro, the best you can do is 11 steps. Hmm. I counted. <laughs> That was the best I got was 11 steps. But the other thing is, is you can sort of see where things are, so you can try to position yourself. But sometimes it's impossible. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know, there's just too much around. And the stuff there has huge aggro radiuses anyway. So other th- I, I did manage to minimize my um, my exploration experience that way. But one oh, of the okay. things that is kind of nice is that at the very low levels, when you go into areas that are much higher than you, You don't discover things easily. You've got to get right into the area to discover Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems as though they've got some algorithm that if you're low level, you can't get discovery experience very easily. Which worked Mm -hmm. out in my favor for this particular achievement. Now I have heard of someone who got um, the noble title at level two, Mm -hmm. but he had a warlock who was doing all of a warlock in a group that was summoning him to. Badlands to Tannaris and everything. Yeah. And as I said, right, I only so got one fine. summon in one port. So,
0: well, I think your fun. experiment was more like, "Can you do it?" Mm-hmm. But I, I could see the point in trying to do it as a low level, as low of a level as you can.
1: Yeah, my my goal was to get it before I hit level four. And what was funny is I got it at level three. And yes, I do have screenshots, but. The instant I turned in the daily quest, because she did the simple request thing where she did the daily five days in a row, which you could do at level one, the the daily that was associated with Noble Garden, Mm -hmm. right after that she turned in the daily and tinked four. So she wasn't Uh, a level three noble for very long. And now she's level five.
0: I'm looking at the achievements for Midsummer. You can't do it with your character because the very first one on my list is Slay a Hoon and Slay Pens. So yeah. you're not going to be able to do that. You may be able to do all the other ones, but you know that's not going to really get you anywhere.
1: I'm not going to be able to do too many of those. Um, she was not, Ursula was not able to do any of the Children's Week ones either because you need to be level 10 to get the first orphan.
0: This is interesting. I'm going to pull my microphone over here because I, I just looked at some of the things that I did. I was looking for you. Like extinguishing Outland, and I click on the thing, and it's all gray. And then I click on this one; and it says extinguishing Kalimdor, and they're all there except for Dustwall Marsh. I'm thinking,
1: you did it last year.
0: I, well, I know I did it last year, but I didn't think this thing kept records. Did, did, well, there, maybe there was. Did we do a show before Wrath where we noticed that things were starting to get recorded?
1: Um, I, I really don't know how that works, but if I look at um. And Maggie, she's got four of the achievements for, um, for that already. Huh. She's finished four achievements for Midsummer.
0: All right, I've got one. I've got King of the Fire Festival because I've got the stuff in the bank. Burning Hot Pole Dance, I don't have. But Flame Warden of the Eastern Kingdoms, I have all of them except for Dunmoreau, Calumdor, I've got. I still have to do Blood Mist, Azure Mist, Dust Wallow, Dust Wallow, and Teldrassil. I'm not going to go through all these, but I. I vaguely remember saying that they were. Oh, well, my Juggle 40 torches is not here. No, oh, neither's mine. I have to do that again. But I remember we were talking just before Wrath came out that, that um, WoW was starting to record some of the things that our characters were doing, but I don't remember why.
1: Yeah, I have Flamekeeper of Eastern Kingdoms, Flamekeeper of Extinguishing Eastern Kingdoms, and Extinguishing Calendar.
0: I wonder why. I, I thought I remember finishing these. I don't know why I didn't do Dunmerow. Well, uh, it doesn't matter. It'll be a lot less work to do when uh, June 21st comes around. Yep.
1: Yeah, and how long do we have for that one?
0: Uh, I think it's two weeks. I think it runs until July 5th. Let me check. May, June. Midsummer's Fire Festival ends July 5th.
1: Yeah, so we have plenty of time to do that one.
0: Yeah. And a hoon is going to be... Very easy for a lot of people, I'm sure. That's a level 70 instance. Right. So, <laughs> to news.
1: Well, what else? Did you do anything else this week of interest? No, I've,
0: played, no, I've, I've been so busy at work. So, so, so busy at work. Uh, I've been playing my Death Knight and leveling her very slowly. I did get Chef Du Jour, whatever. The one where you have to get 160 recipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally got that. Yeah, I've I had been... my Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I had uh, somebody on the horde side just grab a couple of recipes for me, send them over, and then the rest I did on my own, including I got the, not the Storm Chops, what's uh, the Spicy Hot Talbuk recipe mm. during the Dalaran, uh, not Dalaran, the um, Shat Dailies. I'm still doing the Shat Dailies because I have to get the Storm Chops one.
1: <laughs> that was the one that eluded because me I... for a long, long time, no, and I, I finally can't... got it in a Dalaran.
0: I can't get chef unless I get it.
1: Right. Exactly. So
0: I'm trying to do that.
1: Well, make sure you do both the Dalaran and the Shattrath dailies because you can get it in either.
0: Yep. I'm doing both.
1: But, uh, I've most, I've been working on my priest again, my shadow priest. Mm-hmm. I kind of laid off her for a while and really all the other than getting ears on me every time I turn around in Dalaran still. <laughs> and, uh, Working on the achievements, because, I mean, those two achievements back-to-back. I went into Children's Week a little burned out on, on a... holidays. so Yeah. So, anyway, news.
0: Blizzard announces they still only have 11.5 million players. Aww. This is something that I knew was going to happen at some point, the saturation point.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, at least a slowdown point. They, they may continue to get some, but not necessarily at the rate that they were getting them before. Right.
0: And the only reason why I was looking forward to the game slowing down a little bit is because I'm not bored with the game, but they, I think, in my opinion, I think that they really need to start innovating a few more things. Mm-hmm. Siege engines just aren't enough. Right. Alduar is fun. But there needs to be a little more because I just find myself going, oh, more of the same.
1: Yeah, Alduar is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's an instance. (laughs) I can't say I'm super thrilled with it, but it's all right so far.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll see what comes of it. There are rumors of a new MMO. There's Starcraft, Diablo three. There's a lot of stuff coming down the pike. There are different MMOs coming out. There's a Star Trek Online coming out. There are a bunch of things that are coming. I'm not saying that anybody has to worry about WoW going away. It most certainly is not.
1: I, I may give. I'll, I'll see how what Star Trek Online is like. I, I might give that a try. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd be a good Bajoran.
0: <laughs> and speaking of StarCraft, the StarCraft Two beta is now open for opt-in. Which means that if you go to Blizzard.net and either set up or activate your account
2: for uh, Battle.net
0: for uh, Battle.net, what did I say? I said Battle. Did I say Battle.net? It's at Battle.net.
1: Yeah, you said
0: Blizzard.net. Did I say? I'm sorry. At Battle.net, you associate at least one Blizzard game. So I, I
2: (laughs) which one? Grab
0: Diablo (laughs) 2. I grabbed Diablo 2, and I put the key in. Sure enough, it said, oh, you're an owner of Diablo 2 now. And then you can go, and you can grab the the client. And I installed the game. And it works on Mac, Mac OS
2: 10.5. Oh. It's,
0: I have to say, though, after playing so many different kinds of video games for so long, moving a character around with a mouse by default is a real pain in the ass. Yeah, it is. I wish there was a key. Well, maybe there is. I don't know. I didn't go into I think the there options. is. I think there, there is must a way be. to I hope the so, keys. Wow. I'm just like, I'm hitting the keys and nothing's happening. I'm thinking, oh, I haven't played this in 10 years. <laughs> I forgot you have to use a mouse. Uh, so I use the mouse. I'm going, uh right, I'm done with this.
1: Plus, you know, I, I, I'm i not used to, to that, that perspective of kind of being above the character and mm-hmm. seeing them running around below me. I'm not used to that anymore. Mm-hmm but and uh, the
0: graphics are very blocky
1: yeah so, but it's, st- it's still a fun game
0: oh it is oh, i'm not i'm not dissing it at all i, I still think diablo 2 is one of the best games ever made
1: so are you opting into the, the starcraft 2 beta
0: <sighs> i am but i would much rather do the diablo 3 but i think that's yeah, much further along the line yeah i as, i as would definitely go in
1: for diablo 3 in fact um Diablo 3 will not take me completely away from World of Warcraft, but I might take a bit of a hiatus, if it's any good, because I really loved Diablo. Diablo mm-hmm. was the first gate, first real multiplayer game that I played.
0: It's interesting, because now that everybody's more or less going to be required to have a Battle.net account,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think Blizzard is going to look at the numbers very, very closely. Mm-hmm as to what people are playing when StarCraft and Diablo come out and how it affects WoW. And with this rumor of another MMO, I don't know what what property they would use. Maybe they'll come up with a new one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I just don't know if I... I've never gotten into science fiction MMOs. Every single sci-fi MMO I've ever tried has sucked badly. The fantasy ones are fine, but the, the science fiction ones, they just... I, the developers just don't do a very good job.
1: Yeah, and I don't quite know why that is because it seems to be that it would be a really good venue for it. But it has—I don't uh, know. I agree with you. I haven't found one that I liked yet.
0: So if Blizzard does this, that'll be awesome. If they do a good job, great.
1: Now I've heard some people s- speculating as to whether this is World of Warcraft too. Mm-hmm. I would hope that they learned from Sony's example. With EverQuest and EverQuest Two, not to do War, Wo- do WoW Two.
0: Mm. We'll call it something else.
1: Mm.
0: No, don't put it. Are you talking about specifically putting a Two on the end?
1: I'm specifically saying putting the same company putting out a very similar game and cannibalizing its own player base. Mm. I mean, if they're going to do a, a another MMO, it should be at least in a different genre. They, I mean, it's going hmm. to can a Blizzard MMO is going to cannibalize some of WoW's player base. That's just inevitable. But um, I I think that they would do much better to have it be as different from WoW as possible, as far as milieu goes.
0: Yeah, does there come a point in any game, and and these games have been around for over ten years now? EverQuest is ten years old this year. Does there come a point where you just say I'm done? Wow. I've done well. No, no, I'm not saying this I is didn't. how I feel. Well, it's I know you've well, well. Everquest <laughs> is different because they the game didn't progress with the technology, right? Um, Everquest 2 tried and they did a pretty good job of it, but you know, Wow, of course, did it better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But what I'm saying is, do you say at some time, all right, I'm done with Norath, I'm done with Azeroth? It does, does, are, are people feeling that they're stuck in Azeroth because there's nothing better? Because I really can't see there being anything better.
1: I, I play in Azeroth primarily because that's where my friends are.
0: Now, my friends are there too, but my friends can pick up and go somewhere else.
1: Well, and I did definitely saw that when when both when Star Wars Galaxies came out and when EverQuest 2 came out. I definitely saw a lot of people leaving EverQuest 1. And in fact, mm-hmm. it was one of the reasons why I ended up leaving EverQuest. I didn't feel like playing either EverQuest 2, which at the time was reportedly incredibly solo unfriendly. Mm,
2: and I had no interest <laughs> in
1: playing Star Wars Galaxies, because although I liked the first three movies, and I don't mean the first three movies as they're numbered, I mean first three movies as they were made in chronological order, mm-hmm. um, I didn't like the last three movies. And just, I don't know, I just could I didn't find the world building it. in there to be particularly compelling for myself, yeah. but I just think that they w- they're going to have to do something enough different that they're not going to completely cannibalize the player base.
0: Mm. They well, need just hope to that,
1: bring in well, new people too.
0: They do, but they've got eleven and a half million. I mean, that's an amazing number for any kind of video game.
1: What was the top? Census of EverQuest.
0: Five hundred thousand. That was back in the day. You have to, Anybody who says "r" no, you have to remember. EverQuest Two came out when very few people had an internet connection at all. Mm-hmm. Very few people wanted to pay a monthly fee for a video game, and very few people had the horsepower and the GPU power to run a video game like that. The people that played EverQuest Two were the were the. <laughs> and I'm talking about myself here. The Uber nerds. The ones that had you know, the Voodoo 3 2000s and they could and they run EQ and they had an internet connection, dial up or, or whatnot. Because back then, not many people had broadband.
1: I've had broadband since 1998.
0: No, I have too. But when I think that I, I first – no, I must have started with EverQuest when I had broadband. Had to have. Because I don't remember ever dialing up for EQ. Um, but yeah, it was only 500,000, which was an impressive number back then.
1: Yeah, and there are a lot fewer servers.
0: Yep, a lot fewer servers. And things are changing.
1: Yep. So, BlizzCon tickets are going on sale.
0: On the 16th.
1: And apparently they're going to open another batch of them later on after that. They are also not releasing information about what is in the swag bags until after (laughs) all of the tickets are sold.
0: Why? I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. I haven't decided if I'm going yet. Uh, there are some issues, sure enough, as I'm sure everybody's aware of, the the big financial problems that everybody's facing nowadays. You just don't know what's happening from day to day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Companies are losing people left and right, and, and you just never know. So I've got a couple days to decide, and I also want to know who's going.
1: Well, I'm not.
0: <laughs> I know you're not.
1: I, um, for one thing, Anaheim in late August is about the last place I want to be.
0: <laughs> October was nice last year. It got a little cool at night, but for the most part, it was very nice being in Anaheim last year.
1: And frankly, you know, the reviews that I got from people who attended, the the most overwhelming thing was it was nice to see people that I had only talked to. Yep. But there's lots of places you can do that and they don't have to fly to Anaheim to do it.
0: That's true, but uh, there are very few ways that all these people can get together. I mean, all right, for example, Patrick from France. What's going to get him to come over to the United States on a regular basis? You know, it's expensive, and he doesn't have the time, I'm sure. I, I mean, I can't speak for him, but... Yeah, but um, Blizzard
1: EU pays for him to go. I,
0: well, I know. But <laughs> my My point is that to travel across the world... Right. Takes an immense amount of effort, so things like that aren't going to come around very often. So that's one of the reasons why I think that I might actually go because if I find out that certain people are going, I was like, oh, okay, well, if if this is only going to happen once a year, I, all right. I'll say this: meeting people that I've only spoken to was much more fun than the show itself, and and mm-hmm. not just on Blizzard, but meeting all these people and hanging out with them and spending time with them. You know, in real space, or meat space as some people might call it, <laughs> was much more fun than sitting there playing Diablo 3 beta.
1: And, well, the thing is, is that they have also announced that, yes, they were going to be doing the Blizzard Direct TV again. hmm But they're going to be doing an internet feed of this as well. Yeah. So people those of us who do not have direct tv will be able to see it i'm sort of hoping to be able to arrange some other get together with people on the east coast or something like that i think that would be a lot of fun and we can have our own blizzcon and (laughs) you know if we care to watch any of the presentations we can do that online yeah I think that would be much more my speed. And, you know, I've got family in Southern California. I know what that place is like in late August. It's an oven. Mm. And, you know, between that and just the expense, the tickets are going to be $125. And then you're paying Anaheim hotel prices in peak season.
0: Yep. And on top of that, people, if you were there last year, remember how nice it was in October last year. Remember the line on day one. (laughs) Take sunscreen?
1: Take your own water and take your own food
0: if you don 't know, I have pictures on my Flickr account, and holy baloney the line was so long, standing in that in in August heat and humidity in california i, I just don 't know if I would want to do that. I would actually have to go into the place late. I would wait mm-hmm. for the line to die down, but that was just uh, that was just amazingly bad. Yeah, so I, I still have to decide. We can have Warcast Con.
1: <laughs> I, I'll, will. Uh, I, I'm not even going to think about it just yet because uh, if I do, if I do something, it'll just be with some friends, and I won't have to buy tickets, so I don't have to decide <laughs> now.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm sure we'll think of something.
1: But uh, anyway, the, I just wanted to mention this briefly just because it's sort of been making the rounds and the news of Various Blizzard. And that is the whole Martin Fury question.
0: Which has been talked to to death. We're not going to say much about it.
1: No, I, but for those of you who are not familiar with this, basically Martin Fury is the name of an item. It is a shirt. It's a shirt which is supposed to be only worn by GMS and developers, and one of its effects is that it kills everything in a thirty uh, it was a thirty yard radius. Mm-hmm. It's got charged instantly, instantly, just kills anything. This, the purpose of this, the reason I wanted to mention this was, I was a guide in EverQuest back when guides actually had some gm powers Mm -hmm. they weren't just there to entertain people they were there as volunteer gms and we did things like we rezzed people after server crashes and which doesn't sound like a big deal until you realize in everquest when you died if you didn't get rezzed you lost a lot of experience as much as Mm -hmm. a third of a level so you could find yourself undinging several times if you took too many unres deaths.
0: Yes, you could lose a level.
1: Yeah. So, customer service reses. But one of the things, we used to have an item that would kill things that you pointed it at. And the reason that we used this was not to go show off how uber we are. In fact, we had very strict rules about when we could use this because we were actually not supposed to interact with any NPCs whatsoever for any reason. Mm -hmm. however occasionally a mob would get stuck in the geometry there were ways that you could try to get it unstuck and if you couldn't get it unstuck you'd have to kill it so it would respawn and that's where whatever the item was i don't remember whether it wasn't the gloves the gloves were the res gloves it was a staff or something um, but then we would have to file a kill log on anything we killed. I used to go to what was the name of that zone with the big cat carnor's castle
0: Kithakor forest
1: no no, no no, not that wasn't carnor's castle. The other castle with the where half of the of the zone was snow and uh wasn't dreadlands was it
0: uh I don't remember.
1: I don't know, some big zone. Everyone used to camp the corners of the castle.
0: Oh, yes, I remember that.
1: Half of it was snowy and, and craggy, but there was something about the geometry where, where mobs would get stuck under the world all the time. And mm-hmm. one of the things I used to do during slow shifts was go and clean out underneath the zone. And I'd kill 40, 50 mobs that had gotten stuck under the zone and get them to respawn up where they were supposed to be. There That's what a, an an item like martin fury is meant for Mm -hmm. what happened was i was reading an interview with the guy that that's sort of the center of this uh one of the people in this guild was hacked and lost a lot of items and over some time the items were stored via in-game mail and one of the items that was in there was martin fury now it should have been. I think it should have been pretty clear that this was a mistake. Mm-hmm. They said they didn't open a ticket because they didn't know what to do about it. <laughs> um. And so they decided to see if it worked. He was sent this. This was sent to a level thirteen warlock alt who yeah. had lost items. Um. So. I guess one of the things they said was that they thought maybe it had been sent as kind of a "sorry, your account got messed up" kind of thing, but this thing has a hundred charges and it can kill anything in thirty yards. Right. So they decide to take it into Alduar,
0: <laughs>
1: where they one-shot the Flame Leviathan.
0: Isn't, is it BOE or BOP?
1: It was B. It was <laughs> BOE. BOE. Yeah, it I was know. BOE. It was sent to this level thirteen. Warlock, well, if this is only supposed to be sent to GMs or to developers, there's no reason for it to be B.O.P. So, and then apparently they continued to use this for quite a while. And they not only killed mo- all the mobs, pretty much, in Alduar, in but they also killed, like, Malagos And some other ones that gave titles and mounts and all sorts of stuff. And then they, so then finally Blizzard caught up with this, probably because according to several people, they were bragging about this, these exploits in the trade chat. Blizzard caught up <laughs> with them.
0: That's their biggest mistake. Yeah,
1: they they banned everyone in the guild. Now, according to something I read, for most of them, it was only a one-day ban. While they were investigating what was going on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but... This guy who got the shirt and the guy who wielded the shirt were both permaband.
0: I can't say I blame them. Blizzard, it's a GM item. It's obviously a GM item. Uh, it's
1: obviously not meant to be players. I can no. see. I can see B have perfectly perfect legitimacy in going out and saying, "Is this a joke item, or does this really work?" <laughs> Going into, you know, zoning into something. I probably would have zoned into, like, Molten Core. And I would
0: have done Molten Core solo. I would have loved it.
1: I'd just gone in and taken out a couple of Core Hounds go, oh, crap, this works. I'm not supposed... And I would have... Having been a, a, a volunteer GM, I would have recognized it immediately. But I think yeah. it, it didn't take having been a GM to understand that, that was not an item a player was supposed to have. And the reason they got banned was the... I saw a copy of the the banning letter, because it was posted on WoW Insider. Mm-hmm. And it was for um, exploitation of game mechanics. And I think that there's no question that, that was an exploitation of game mechanics. Oh, now, sure. the bug, I believe, was in GM, was in Blizzard's database. There's, in EverQuest, at least, if you were not, G- if your character was not, flagged as a gm avatar you could not get any items that were not flagged for a gm avatar
0: right so this is a flaw in blizzard's own system where they can give these kinds of items to regular people
1: right then that's that's a problem that they're going to have to fix Mm -hmm. but i really don't think that there's any excuse uh the the analogy that i used is what you know someone deposit you, you go to your atm and discover that you got a hundred thousand dollars in there that you didn't know that you shouldn't have and instead of informing the bank you go out and, and buy stuff with it because hey the bank gave you the money it doesn't work that way in fact there was a uh, there was a case where that very thing happened the the woman who got it went out and bought jewelry and a, and a couple of cars it was a million dollars, I think, in her case. They <laughs> pushed uh, about four cars, jewelry, a whole bunch of other stuff. And when they came to her and said, ooh, bank mistake, you know, you got to return the money. She said, I can't. And they said, okay, you're under arrest for grand larceny. Um, I mean, use your heads, people. Yep. If you get something from a restorer that isn't yours, even if it's not something as dramatic as Martin Fury, ticket it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I. There were a lot of people said, "Oh, he should have, you know, he should have been able to keep it. He should have been able to." No. It was a mistake. And he took and advantage of it.
0: The theory was that the ID of the item was 17. Mm-hmm. And what the whoever it was that was trying to restore their items just cut it cut the ID short. It was supposed to be like 1705253 or something like that.
1: Well, I checked and like one item 1777 yeah. is brocade shoulders.
0: Oh, could have been that.
1: But, I mean, like a sticky keyboard, a uh, GM who gets a phone call halfway through, send, you know, saying that set hits the enter key a little too fast or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Oops. And, you know, there's there are ways to do that, but the, the problem was is that the system did not immediately flag it and say, this the uh, target is not, like, this target is not of your alliance. This target does not have the the appropriate flag for this item, mm. and that is something I'm sure that Blizzard has already fixed.
0: Yeah, I want to bring up something. I'm just I was looking up some more information about this guy, and I couldn't find it. I'm looking on Wow Insider, and I just noticed something. This is very very interesting. Mike Schram wrote an article called "Theming the Login Page," which posted three hours ago as. as time we were recording and he brings up a very good point because I used to theme EverQuest 2 and he says why can't we have the option for using the original or Burning Crusade login screen and he's a, it's a that's a damn good point because first off if I leave the machine alone for a while like sometimes I'll leave it on I'll run upstairs we'll watch TV or something and from downstairs I hear
2: Bruh!
0: from that frost worm And it really gets on my nerves after coming downstairs and turn the sound down or quit out of the game completely. And I really miss the old login screen. What I used to do for EverQuest 2 is there was a way, um, for for those of you that play WoW and didn't play EQ2, the screens that show up when you're zoning, Mm -hmm. you were able to make your own. Yeah. And I used to make, I, I had a whole suite of them. And I would upload them to the EverQuest 2 community. It's one thing, wow, doesn't have. And people would use their own and they would make their own. And what you would have to do is you would have to create a certain type of file, DX, no, not DXF, that's a 3D file. I forgot the name of the type of file, but it was some sort of like NVIDIA graphics file or something. And if the numbers were uh, made by Sony from 0 to, let's say, 27, you made yours 28, 29, 30, and you can make them and since it picks one randomly, at some point it'll pick one of yours.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I used to do that.
0: I used to do that. I, I loved it. So I think this is actually a pretty good idea. Well, I think, but I don't know if Blizzard's ever going to do it, but I would like to be able to maybe change my login screen once a month or something.
1: Well, you mentioned another idea that's uh, come from the world of EverQuest that might be kind of interesting to, to talk about for World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. Do you remember?
0: Yes. EverQuest (laughs) is starting something different. They are opening a server where every character that you create starts at level 55. And I wondered sometimes why do I need at this point if – all right, we've got the XP boost all the way through 70. Mm -hmm. Why do we really need to go through all this crappy content again? Yes, I do realize there are new characters out there. There are new players. If you're a new player, then you should at least go through the content once. I, I firmly believe that. You want to see the roots of the game. But if you've got two, three, four, five, six, if you've got alts, start at 55, for God's sakes. Nobody wants to go through 1 through 55 again.
1: Well, I uh, kind of like it. Or make
0: it an option then.
1: Yeah. Well, so, what, I mean, they already do this with Death
0: Knights. Yeah, they do this with Death Knights. But that's because of the lore, I believe.
1: <clears throat> well
0: Or <laughs> and they'd they did say it is because of the lore.
1: Yeah. I think that you know, there, there's something to be said for. Make it an option for you to be able to do that. Once you've already got a character that's level fifty five, or even let's just say a character's once you've got a character's level 80 mm-hmm. Why not make it an option for you to start? At any level you want, up to level 55.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe that's that's a good point.
1: Um, I mean, as they've seen with Death Knights, there are some kind of bad points about starting at a higher level, including things like, yeah, you have to go back and level your professions. Yeah, you don't start out with the reputation that you would have at 55, so if you want to go back and get the reputation, you have to go, be do, you know, doing level one quests at level 55, which is a bit like shooting fish in a barrel and you kind of feel <laughs> bad for anybody who's around you. <laughs> at least I do. Yeah. Uh, Cause I've done that before, but um, I think that that would be a nice way to do it to say, if you've already got at least one character, who's this level, mm-hmm. why would you need to do this? Now? I also think that you should have it on the same, on that faction. You've already got yes. a level, let's say level eighty horde. You shouldn't be able to start as level one on the alliance side. Or All right, level, I'll give you, you that. should should That's be able point. to have. To, I should rephrase that. You should have to start at level one on the alliance side, mm-hmm. so that you experience the lore, the content right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I think that that would not be such a bad thing to to be able to start out at a higher level. And try out the new content. Now, one of the criticisms that I have seen of EverQuest being so old, and would probably happen if this was implemented, was that the game gets pretty top-heavy.
0: It does. And unlike WoW, there aren't NPCs with exclamation points over their heads. It's all grinding Yes. All of it, except for a few. I mean, the, the number of quests in this game are few and far between, and there isn't anything to tell you that your NPC actually has a quest for you.
1: Remember the over there?
0: Oh my God!
1: The ramp of the over there. It was the ramp was a camp, and you just put all of your party. It's up to six people in every request on the ramp, and you have someone pulling mobs onto the ramp all damn day. <laughs>
0: What was um, I'm looking up the map? There was another place where people used to just camp. It oh, there's the, lots uh, of places. Now it caverns. was in Dreadlands. Wait, it was um in, was it Carner's Castle in front of there? Is that what you were talking about before? Where yeah. people would just they would there was um, a highway. They would call it a highway, and these giants and orcs and things would just walk by, and spiders. Oh no, that's and, the
1: orc high. That's the orc highway in this in the desert of
0: Roe. No, well, no, but there weren't – there. well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But people used to – there was a hill, and the hill was the equivalent of about quarter of a – no, not quarter of a mile. couldn't have been – I would say what? The length of a football field?
1: Yeah, 100, 150 yards.
0: So – and people would just set up camps all uh-huh. along there and just kill everything that came down this highway, and you'd steal other people's mobs. But that's how you leveled in the game. There was no questing. No. It was awful.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was kind of cool at the time, but we didn't know any better. Well,
0: there was nothing else at the time. That's the, well, there was. I mean, there was Ultima, but it was yeah. just well, it was different. Right. <laughs> okay, but, we're, we're, we're rambling about EQ. I'm sure I know going, we Stop haven't done it.
1: no, we haven't <laughs> done it in a while. So bear with us here. Just have to be patient, (laughs) but I I really think that there is something to be to be said for that. I also think that one of the things that some people might enjoy is EverQuest's version of the classic server.
0: Yep, I would love that.
1: Only the original content is available.
0: Mm Hmm. And I didn't. No. Was there an official statement that said that Blizzard would never do that?
1: I don't know, uh, but never is a long time. And I think that they would do whatever they thought that the customers wanted.
0: You could always just buy the original game and never go to Burning Crusade and never never buy the two expansions. You could do it that way.
1: Yeah, good luck getting groups for strat, though.
0: Yeah, well, you would join a group of people if you could or find a group of people.
1: AQ40. I know that there are classic-only guilds out there. Mm-hmm. And if anyone... Here is involved in a classic only guild. I invite you to go onto the forums and introduce yourselves to anyone who might be interested in playing a classic only.
0: I'd actually like to know about that if, if that's still viable. Playing in a in a classic only guild.
1: I don't see why not.
0: Well, how many times can you run Molten Core and Blackwing Lair? And how Ikky many 40? times
1: did you run Molten well, Core and? <laughs>
0: But that was back in the day when there there, there was no expansion on the horizon. We yeah, know. well,
1: I probably I don't want, even want to think about how many times I run ran strat for example. But we strat. did it.
0: Strat, I could solo strat now.
1: I know we did the Baron. We, um, Kryler's Hunter and my Rogue did the duo the uh, the Baron in eighteen minutes. I think. Wow. I'm sure other people can do it faster, but two non-healers, it's a little slower. But we did it in 18 minutes. Yep. All
0: right, so I think that's it for this week, meaning I have a raid in 15 minutes. Yes. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this will be a short show for us.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I know. People are going, oh, my God, it's only an hour. What's wrong wow. with that? If you'd like to contact us, my email is Starman at worldofwarcast.com, and Renz is Renata at worldofwarcast.com. You can find us on Twitter, like everybody else. I am Star Mike, so I couldn't get Starman, and Renata is RenataWC. You can send us a review on iTunes. You can send us uh, voicemails on Skype. Our ID is WorldOfWarcast, one word. We oh, also have
1: uh, Wow Tips on Twitter.
0: Yep, that's right. And put And World of Warcast, which I only use to announce new shows.
1: So that's it for this week, and we will talk to you next time.
0: Bye.